Honored with William McCarthy, live from Catskill, New York. Hello, friends. I stand here before you. A man consumed. A man filled with passion. A man out of New York City. I'm upstate, y'all. And I'm hanging out here amongst the trees, watching the wind blow through the prairies, looking at creeks, looking at lakes. I am in a, um, in a resort town, a ski town. Um, I'm up in the Wyndham area of upstate, and I'm driving around here. I've just had some pancakes. I'm off the reservation. I, uh, I've gotten away from the gym, guys. I'm not going to lie. And it feels pretty damn good. I'm going with it. I'm having fluffy pancakes. I'm having Diet Cokes. I'm having desserts. I don't care anymore. I'm lost. It feels great. Um, uh, yeah, so this is what's going on. I'm up here. I'm taking a little bit of a sabbatical from the city. To be honest, the city was going to be, and I don't know in Celsius, but it was 101 or 102 yesterday. So I decided to get out of the city. I've come up north. Um, as I was just sitting down in uh, a restaurant, these people came in, and they were they looked like Amish or Mennonite people. And I found out, um, that they are actually called Bruderhof people. They're like a kind of a conservative, hardcore Christian group that I did not know existed upstate in New York. Um, now, if anybody's following my journey, I was in Detroit last week. I was there. I was there because my aunt Jane passed away, bless her heart, and I was there uh, with my sister, um, supporting our cousins and saying our saying our goodbyes to Aunt Jane, and uh, there I, I saw these people called um, Chaldean people, Chaldean, yeah, that's it, Chaldean, they're like a, a, a hardcore Christian group from Iraq, which is crazy, <clears throat> and that's a community that lives in Detroit, Michigan. Well, let's talk about the Detroit trip. Um, as a writer, I was filled up with a lot of different, um, very descriptive uh, like a descriptive n narrative going on in my head. I didn't really know where my mom grew up. I hadn't been there. And I actually got to see cousins I haven't seen since I was a child. Um, I found out... I found out that um, my, the McCarthys actually have a plot, a cemetery plot there. And it was so nice to see my cousin, Allie, who's brilliant. Um, she's just a brilliant, like... Uh, biographer of, of our family and she's done some, like this genealogy and all this like she's really found out about uh, just different nooks and crannies of my family tree that I really just didn't know about um so spending time with these cousins also Dan who's just a couple years younger than me um he's Aunt Jane's um Aunt Jane's his mother so that's he's, he's my cousin and Allie's my cousin and also his wife Catherine we went to the Motown Museum it was such a trip completely filled with like nostalgia and and uh, bygone eras and the way things used to be and it was just so fascinating. 
I was watching a film called Taxi Driver recently, and that's an old Scorsese film, and uh, it's got Robert De Niro, if anyone's ever seen it. I believe it's probably from like 1970, 71. Uh, anyways, that is an interesting New York that they're observing, but what's so fascinating is that African-American people in this film, this, this is like an America without hip-hop. My entire lifetime has been with hip-hop. And hip-hop dominated culture, uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, and he's hip-hop, or LeBron James, or, you know, rocking his new shoes, and you can see the shoes in the streets, and kids are bumping hip-hop and hip-hop, and it's just like R&B and hip-hop such a big part of modern life. It's so interesting to go back to the Motown Museum and realize that in a lot of youth and a lot of inner cities, there were doo-wop groups, and there was also just a lot of R&B and soul. And you go back and listen to Otis Redding and James Brown and Aretha and Etta James and all these people, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, and you just realize, like, wow, how different of an America it was. Speaking of, when I went and saw my family um, in, so in the Detroit metro area, there's a place called Pontiac. Um, Pontiac is where my grandfather had a house and my mom and my, my aunts and my uncle went to school. And... It's fascinating being up there because there's still echoes from the past. You can feel like an older America up there. And I just think it's fascinating. I, I knew that my grandfather worked in automotive. I not really. I always thought he worked in sales, but I've we found some paperwork that said he was a, um, an assembly line um, automotive factory worker. What I think is so interesting about that is that he could actually support four kids... He had a cabin and a home, which he owned, all from working in a factory. It makes, it makes me understand why so many people from the South in the Great Migration went North for jobs, right? With pensions and in um, an honest wage that they could raise families. And you can see all the African-American people from the South going into these... Um, these factory towns and working and then all the music amazing music that came out i mean it's it's insane Smokey robinson um aretha franklin <laughs> like these people all came from detroit like the supremes diana ross it's unbelievable and then which borders michigan is indiana and that's the jackson five and it was just crazy to be in this little tiny house that motown came out of and also looking at like barry gordy's like his business prowess just completely brilliant and he just like systematically bought all the homes on the street and made you know we we think of a skyscraper going up and that's how businesses are sort of um laid out right barry gordy bought the whole street and you know it was like house a is the administration house house b is like wardrobe and um fitting rooms and then the house c would be like rehearsal room and he literally made an assembly line and it was a brilliant model and I just there's a part there's a part that feels kind of ingenuine you know it's like an ingenuine feeling when you're thinking about it but then there's another part that just thinks of like kids from you know the hinterlands of Detroit or from the the Midwest you know that that were about to go on television and, and actually have successful careers and and that they helped groom them and they could teach them you know, how to conduct themselves in their dance routines. It was just fascinating seeing like the little wardrobe rooms 
um, seeing where they recorded, and I thought a lot about Eric and Rob. So tip my hat to Motown, Detroit, Pontiac, Michigan, Aunt Jane. I saw so many fascinating photos that really just really helped me. Um, we lost uh, Scott from Fright Rabbit last month, and my Aunt Jane passed. You know, life is fleeting. It goes way too fast. And it is a reminder, every time someone passes away, it's such a reminder that, like, what what we're here for and um, what our personal journey is about. It makes me reflect on what my journey is about, what my Aunt Jane did. <laughs> she was such a legend. Like, I, I just was hearing stories from the kids about her being a bus driver and, like, letting kids smoke on the, on the bus and stuff. It's just so funny to me. Such classic McCarthy stuff. But, um, yeah, it did make me think of mortality and have I accomplished what I want to accomplish and have I done what I've come to do and what is my life's work? And I had a lot of those kind of thoughts. It was really beautiful. And looking at these lakes that I've seen in black and white photos, and it was so beautiful to actually physically stand on the shores of those lakes and see where my mom swam and where my uncle played hockey and... um, where my cousins still play hockey and it's just interesting to for me also to realize that I'm like the first I'm a first generation Californian and my sister was born or my sister lived in Michigan till she was 5 right so my family's largely from there so I'm um yeah it puts into context like my own personal biography so that's fascinating other than that guys I'm I'm just working hard and I'm going through songs I'm going to start working with a fellow named Joe in New Jersey. Um, I'll be sharing a little bit more about um, Joe and my record, and I'll be letting you you guys in on that as I go. But I wanted to also say that I've announced my UK pop-up shows, and um, please have a look at those. I'll be popping up and singing. And we're going to have an amazing time, and it's such an experiment for me, too. I'm also playing... um, at our fellow, our friend Ulrich's house in Germany, um, she, for like a we're having a, an event there, and it's going to be epic. Her cousin's going to be playing, and I'm just thrilled. So that's it. I'm inspired. Um, I'm upstate. I'm looking at beautiful creeks, and I'm reflecting. And when I get back down to Brooklyn. I am picking up that guitar again and getting myself ready for these sessions with Joe in New Jersey, the piano player. Okay, friends, I'm sending you love and respect and big hug. And you have been listening to Onward with William McCarthy live in Catskill, New York. Adios, everybody. And good luck today, Spain, in the World Cup. Bye.